Chapter 30! Ilse woke up lying face down and sweating profusely. She was on her bed, she realized, and as she turned her head, light came to her eyes. She had made it back to the inn. It was daytime. She was in a heap of trouble. Stay still, girl, Reshma said. Ilse obeyed, but sighed and groaned. What are you doing? She got out. Stitching you up so I can knock some sense back into you, Reshma murmured. You and Tyke just disappeared a few nights ago, and I found you here naked like the day you were born and oozing your blood everywhere. Reshma's voice was calm and level. Ilse knew it meant she was livid. Tyke, Ilse began, has been odd for the past few weeks, and I found out why. He's a shapeshifter, an animan. Like Giselle, Reshma said. Tyke did this to you? I don't know, I promise. Ilse said, hissing in pain as Reshma kept tightening the stitches. It was a very confusing evening. You've been like this for a few days, Reshma said. Berg's family thinks you've fallen ill and they're besides themselves with worry, wanting to help and all. Keeping this a secret was half the battle, not killing Tyke was the other. You're a gem, Ilse grunted. I mean it, I feel awful, as in this is extremely painful. Almost done fixing these stitches, just... Go back to the beginning. Where were you and what happened? I just found out that Tyke can turn into a wolf. It's not by choice, but the moon messed with his mind and that's what has made him all weird lately. You've seen it the past few days, right? Oh yeah, Rushma murmured. Thought he had a bit of a jealousy vein in him. Doesn't like Berg as much as Berg tries to like Tyke. He changed into a wolf and somehow... So did I. Rushma momentarily stopped her work. Ilse could hear her sigh. Seriously, Ilse, you're a catastrophe waiting to happen. How are we ever going to find Giselle? This is just another setback to deal with when we're supposed to be looking for this Giselle lady. All we've done is pretend like we are part of this town. We haven't done any looking. Should I make Tyke leave? Ilse asked softly, afraid of the answer. Do what you want. I know he's your best friend, Rushma said, putting a blanket over Ilse's exposed back. But it sounds like there's a lot more to learn here. We might have access to the Ildrums we wouldn't have on our own, or a way to find Giselle if they're both in the shapeshifting business. He's my best friend. Or maybe was, Ilse said, staring at the wall. He could have killed me. He won't stick around long enough for me to ask, Rushma said, laying on her stomach to make eye contact. Most of his things are gone. I haven't seen him. Didn't leave any message as to what he's doing aware. I'd like to think he's more afraid of me than you. Ilse growled in response. How long until I can sit or stand? Give it time. I hope a few days, Reshma said. I'm not good at letting myself heal either. You won't be in a condition to raise your arms or function on your own if you don't rest. Just tell Tyke to see me if he does show his face, Ilse said. I hope you sort this all out, Reshma sighed, lying on her back. And I'd prefer to know what is going on as we go, rather than after the fact. You're right, Ilse said, squeezing her eyes shut. The sooner we can find Giselle, the better. We can find your family and get back home to mine. She's right here. You've made a wait long enough. Ilse was asleep again and thought she heard Rushma say something. She felt the bed shift a bit as someone sat next to her. A hand brushed through her unruly blonde curls, which actually woke her up. Tell me what the hell just happened, she croaked once her vision cleared. She was still resting on her belly. Someone sighed and she knew it was Tyke. You're an animan now, 
Tyke said. Thanks to me. I imagine so, Ilse said, scoffing. I saw it myself. I felt it myself. What you aren't telling me is how this shapeshifter business started. Your mother got it? How even? Tyke folded his arms. My father was bitten by one while traveling around, and apparently there are certain bite wounds that do that to people. My mother got it soon after they were married. Father was able to buy some expensive antidote to cure her, but with the wall, there was no way to get out and find any for me or my father. That must have been frustrating. I wish I could have helped somehow, Ilse said with a moan. We're best friends. Why did we keep secrets from each other? You're talking about Swift? Tyke said, raising an eyebrow. Or are you talking about some other secret I ought to know? Yes, Swift. Ilse rolled her eyes. But you know what I mean. We should have trusted each other. We could have helped another. We could have felt less... alone. I'm... I'm sorry that I messed up, Tyke said, rubbing his face with his hands. I always meant to tell you, but I was afraid. Apparently you weren't last night, Ilse said. You wanted me to see you transform, didn't you? Partially, yes, deep down, Tyke said. I wanted you to know all of me, but I had no intentions of harming you. I thought it might help you, you know, with your cause. A lot of people are animan because they were captured by Althod's men and terrorized by creatures in Beast Forest. I thought I could help with connections. I want to help reach out to the animan, like the beast people in the forest. The animan will gladly fight for revenge. I bet Ladala won't turn away any extra help, Ilse grinned. So explain this to me at least. Is this a whenever-I-want sort of ability, or what? It's all around the full moon, Tyke said. It messes with your mind, and when you're exposed to the light, it transforms you. By the time it came last night, I couldn't get myself away, nor could I tell in my right mind that I was about to... He averted his gaze, clearly not pleased to explain. You kissed me, Ilse interrupted. In case you were too delusional to notice, that's how you brought this on me. Tyke colored a bit, shaking his head. That's ridiculous, Tyke answered. You can't pass a curse like this just with a kiss. Well, then how did I end up like this? Let's start with why you're recovering in bed, Tyke said, pulling Ilse up off the bed. Ilse pulled her wrist away as Tyke looked over her. Did I scrape you or something? Don't give me that look. You're just spinning me around, Ilse grumbled, holding her tangled hair up and away from her neck to help. Tyke hissed, sucking his breath in. What is it? You've got a gash down your spine. I truly am an epic asshole. It doesn't hurt, Ilse retorted. Her back felt sore, but she knew it was probably due to healing and getting up from bed for the first time that day. Are you out of it? It's purple and black, and it looks like Reshma gave you stitches. Are you peeking down my nightshirt? Ilse shrieked, turning around to sit and face him. It starts between your shoulder blades, and I don't know how long it goes down. Just calm down. Tyke said, throwing his hands up in the air. Did you even want to kiss me? Ilse asked, bawling her fists. Or do you blame all your faults on the animan, Tyke? Damn it, Ilse! Tyke yelled. And you're wondering why I waited so long to tell you. He was already wearing his boots, so he only threw his satchel over his shoulder before making his way towards the door. Wait, you can't just leave! Ilse cried. She had no idea when she'd see him again. This conversation is far from over. I know, Tyke said gruffly, but I'm too cross with you and myself right now. I need some fresh air. Stay and rest. 
Like that will happen, Ilse thought. She sat there wide awake for what felt like a few hours, frustrated with how things went and how everything seemed to go wrong. She didn't want him to go away. She didn't want to be angry with him, but they kept taking turns putting distance between themselves. She rolled into a sitting position and gingerly sat up. She then pushed herself up with her legs and put on some extra clothes. The day was getting on and Ilse figured it best to cover up her weakened state. As she gingerly made her way down the steps, Ilse offered a small wave and smile at the innkeeper's wife and headed towards the horse stalls. Tyke at least made it easier to be found. She didn't even need Dash to carry her around town. You didn't venture too far, it seems, Ilse said, peeking her head inside. Tyke was whittling something with a piece of wood. She peeked in and had to take a few steps inside to get a better look at him. It didn't make sense why he was here, but he looked up when it seemed like she was venturing too close. You can walk? I wasn't given much of a choice, Ilse said, leaning against a post. She didn't like resorting to moving slowly. Can we just talk this out? Are you afraid of me? Ilse sighed. When you're a wolf trying to chase me, then yes, I'm afraid. But I'm not afraid of you, Ilse answered. I've seen the worst in you, and if this is the worst, then it says a lot about the overwhelming good. I don't need you to tell me I'm a good person, Tyke muttered. Then what should I say? Ilse asked. I came here because I wanted to apologize for upsetting you. I could have said things better and I could have listened to you. I felt hurt because... She had to stop because she could feel a roll of emotion rise to her throat. She blinked back on wanted tears, hoping she could do this without crying. What's wrong? Tyke said, finally getting up. The kiss. Am I that bad of a kisser? Do you have feelings for me? Ilse said, looking up with glassy eyes. Because I'm starting to think I have feelings for you, and I know that the Ilderums have and will use my affections for you against me. You're upset about them more than the animan thing? Tyke said, his ears reddening under his hair. If they do something to you to get to me, I would never forgive myself, Ilse said, letting a few tears fall. I guess when you kissed me and then acted like you were sorry about it, I just don't know if I wanted you to like me or not. You're talking nonsense, Tyke answered. Well, you explain to me what the kiss was about, Ilse began. Because I can forgive you for hurting me since I knew you were crazy and thinking with half a brain. But if your affections aren't real... May I kiss you now? Tyke interrupted. Ilse's breath hitched as she quickly nodded. Tyke wasted no time giving her an actual kiss. It was softer and gentler. He put a warm hand around the base of her head and kept her close with the other hand gently on her back. He kissed her a few more times before pulling his lips away. Ilse bit after them to keep them there and kissed him back before they pulled away. I do have feelings for you, and they've been there for a good while. It just seems like you were more focused on helping the elf lady than seeing where things could go with me, Tyke said, resting his forehead against hers. I'm sorry I was so misleading. I understand, Ilse said, smiling softly. I haven't been clear either. I really do need your help, and I'm here if you need me. Tyke let her lean against him as he pulled her close. Then let's find Giselle and finally get ourselves home. Bring in the lieutenant, a man commanded. One of his uniformed officers opened the large metal door, and another man stepped into the dim room. He entered with a brisk pace, stopping before the man in the chair and bowed, sweeping his cloak away. You summoned me, my lord, he said, his head bent low. What are your updates on capturing the ice chanter girl, Rubens? Althod said, his yellow eyes staring in fury. 
she's already killed off over twenty-five of my men. Not to mention she has enlisted the favor of the cat people. The captain said, I've tracked her down in the Charcoal Ridge hamlet and I've located her sleeping quarters. I also recently discovered she is an animan. Happens to the best of us, I'm sure, Althod replied gruffly. What you have failed to report is what you're doing, letting her nap like a dog rather than having her bark like one about Ladala's whereabouts and war plans. Forgive me, my lord, Reuben said, but I thought I was already carrying out your orders. You asked me to follow the girl and study her along with whatever plans Lady Ladala has shared with her. Althod sat there, swirling his drink in a thick mug. Have I misinterpreted your instructions, my lord? Rubens tried. A hand went to his beard as he stroked it absent-mindedly. Don't patronize me, Althod retorted. You should be focusing your efforts on organizing the hunt for Ladala's camp, while capturing villages and cities. The girl will have little influence if Ladala is out of the picture. Something I've reminded you of, and yet you seem hell-bent on finding this young witch. Rubens bowed his head with as much humility as he could muster. It is my will to serve your will. I know how much the girl means to your future plans. There will be no future plans if you keep focusing on the wrong player, Althod barked. Must I find someone else who uses their ears correctly? Reuben scowled, thinking of a handful of people who would love to see him demoted. No, my lord, he answered demurely. I am yours to command. Then see to your next assignment, Althod said as his assistant gave Reuben's a leather-bound message. Reuben's frowned as he untied it and read it through quickly. He looked up and said, Should I capture their stock of dragons, my lord? Sure, sure, Althod waved the question away. The dragon trainer is no doubt more important than the beasts. And I see that the ice chanter boy is still a prime target that must be captured. Most certainly, Althod replied. He's just the man I need to see. You're dismissed. Lucky for you, this was more pleasant than your last report. <laughs>